That's right. Here I come, baby. Here I come. I'm coming up here roaring like a lion. Rawr. That's right. That's right. It's the rewind with your host, Conrad. And I'm in full effect today in the blue room. That's right. Bringing it to you. No more games. That's right. It's a lot of games being played. You know, here I come. That's right. Here I come. Amen. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. And I'm thankful to be here. You know, so much going on in sports right now. Free agency and NFL football, transfer portal news and college basketball, college football. You know, coaches being fired, okay, in college basketball. And like I said, you also have coaches who leave at the drop of the hat for another job. But they got a problem with these young men and young ladies going in the transfer portal, wanting to leave. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of them, you got privilege because they feel their feelings have been hurt. They're not starting. Coach may have yelled at them. Coach may have sat them down on the bench. So they in their privilege, so they're going to leave. Cool. That means you wasn't one of us anyway. But if a coach has disrespected that male or female student athlete, and I've been seeing a lot of African-American male and female student athletes being disrespected by the university, the coaches, the assistant coaches, then that young man or that young lady sh should be allowed to leave. That's right, should be allowed to leave because going to a school at, in Utah, going to a school in South Dakota, go, going to a school in, in, in Texas, Oklahoma, and I know because I went to Langston University in Oklahoma, a graduate of class of 86, going to a school like Rutgers, Kosciano, Sorry behind, scantless. You got other coaches, okay? 
you got Jed Fish out there in Arizona, never played a dime of football. Okay? He's ruining young black men's careers. That's right. Can't even throw a football. Or he learned how to do all this because of what? Being a GA with Steve Sperrier? Right. Because he was a good old boy. So he never played the game. Mom and daddy wouldn't let him play the game. He was a tennis player. He was a guy that talked a lot, like John McEnroe. Can't fight, but talk a lot. Okay? That's, the, that's, that's who he is. He talks a lot. And he tries to ruin young African-Americans' lives. He don't care about these kids. He just want to be able to set his wife up in Gucci and live the high life. Most of these good old boy coaches do that. And most of these young as well as old African-American coaches go ahead and take the side the side piece. You know what I'm saying? They'll go ahead and take the, the wing and the leg instead of the breast and the thigh just to be a part of that program. They'll sell out. Kid reaches out for them, wants them, hey, can you help me with this? Sell out. It also happens in the NBA and in the NFL. These things occur. Young ball players, older ball players, just want the respect of the organization, the GM, the head coach, the owners. And most of the time, they don't want to give you a hill of beans. And it's sad because you know what? You have a family, and it doesn't have to be you have a wife or and children. It could be that you have your mom, your dad, your grandmom, and, and your granddad, and you're just trying to help your family. And they don't care. These coaches, especially these good old boys, like that dude at Cincinnati, Taylor, that dude, that dude at, with the Giants, you know what I'm saying? These guys, man, they were given jobs. They didn't earn him. That guy with the Rams, he didn't earn that job. His grandfather was a poor coach with the Giants. I, I'm from New Jersey. I'm from Newark, New Jersey. His grandfather was disgusting. And then he gets a what? He gets a lifeline to be a general manager with the 49ers. And then his grandson gets a job. Okay? And that's why they, they sit up and play Madden most of their life. Because how you going to go for it on fourth and fourth down and 20 yards, 20, 30 yards? Or you on your, your you on your side of the of the line of scrimmage and you're going to go for it. That's what that fool did at um Cincinnati. He he went out there and threw a lifeline to the head, his buddy, the head coach of the Rams. You you punt the ball and you have your defense. Make them go 70 to 80 yards. That fool went for it. And the next play, the Rams scored the touchdown. That's what I'm talking about. That, that, that bull, that jump, you ain't saying nothing. You're just showing that you've been privileged to make a stupid move like that. It's a number of coaches in the NFL who have not played football, as well as in college football. And it's sad because these young men, African-American young men, bust their behind, work hard. 
And you got some of the coaches, the assistant coaches on the staff that know more than the coaches. But these African-American men, they sell themselves out. They sell themselves short. That's why I say again, HBCUs is a great opportunity. But the administration, the president, the athletic director, got to be supportive. We all know the Board of Regents, predominantly white, will not be supportive. The boosters, the alums, must stand up. Those who are gifted and who were blessed with wealth should be able to look at an HBCU and use it as an investment. Help them. Help them. Because I feel a lot of coaches who are African-American truly need an opportunity. And if, if, if these universities, these institutions are helped financially, those things, instead of this being a dream, can be a reality. As I said before, you look, like I said, back in the NFL, you got, you got African-American coaches who've been in this thing for a very long time. And those who have retired and, and moved on were in this thing for a very long time. But then all of a sudden you got these coaches come in, nothing. They ain't got no experience. You got guys who are special team coaches, now head coaches. The dude at the Ravens. He started it, all that bull jump. And we all know how he won his Super Bowl. Okay? Defense wins championships. Okay? He had nothing to do with that. I'm going to say something else. You, you know, I look at some of these quarterbacks. And some of these guys, how can McCowan get a, get a job possibly, possibly, be the head coach of the Houston Texans. I'm glad people stood up on that because that was poppycock. They were going, they were, they were giving assistant jobs and head jobs to good old boys who have no no experience. College, pro, high school, we're talking about. Greasy. Bob Greasy's son, who was garbage to me. He's now the quarterback coach for the 49ers. Are you serious? That's the good old boy system. That's what I'm talking about. Guys who have no experience. Okay, because this fool knew he wasn't coming back to ESPN because ESPN knew he was, he was garbage. Now, I don't know why ESPN did what they did to Lewis Reddick. I thought Lewis Reddick was quality. But I can understand the other two guys. Man, it, it, you know what? Here we go. I got nothing against um, Troy Aitman. But the buck guy, the character, living off his father, that dude don't know nothing about sports, never played, living off his father's, you know, good name, and he gets this type of job. That's what I'm saying. When you hear guys like, um, 
the name. The name comes to my head. Um, the Golics. You know, I mean, like I said, um, Golick, he played um, football, was the weakest link of the Philadelphia Eagles defensive line. And he gets to talk about people, okay? Mostly he always downgrading African-American players and coaches. He, I, I never heard him really lift anybody up, okay? His son, both of his sons got caught for drinking. They were underage at, at Notre Dame. ESPN didn't write that story, and they didn't run it neither. As I said, shelter. You got the two brothers that um, one played for Seattle, I guess the other played for Green Bay. Um, they worked for ESPN. They should be gone. They should be gone. They're terrible. If you you can't see the undercover racism, you don't want to see it. Um, Tim Lagler can't couldn't beat nobody off the dribble. Could not shoot with a man in his face. Would could not rebound. Could not pass. Could not defend. And he talks about NBA players. This guy. Only thing he was was a wannabe specialist. That's it. Shooting threes. Couldn't beat nobody off the dribble. Couldn't defend, rebound, or pass. That's all I'm saying. You get to see stuff like that occur. Everybody talking about Steve Nash. Steve Nash. Steve Nat, oh, he won two MVPs. First of all, Steve Nat um, couldn't defend. That was um, Sean Marion, okay? that Sean Marion, when he played with the um, Phoenix Suns, he was the one defending the point guards, the shooting guards. You hear me? You feel me? It wasn't Steve Nash. Steve Nash couldn't guard his sister, okay, in, in the laundry mat. That's all I'm saying. I'm bringing it to you live and in living color. That's right. Going into baseball. Baseball players said, okay, that's enough. I think we have enough vacation time. Well, let's let's stop all the shenanigans and get back into baseball. Because they they you know they're worried about their money. I say this again about baseball. You're not putting enough time into looking at these. Young African-American ballplayers. You're going outside of the box to these countries, and you got all these guys who on um, Venezuela, uh, Colombia, Cuba, um, all these guys outside of the box. And they ain't doing nothing but bringing the teaching that they've learned in the United States to their countries. And they're not even living in the United States. They're living in those countries. And... I get tired of this. Even the ones in Japan, I get tired of it. China, okay? You got China giving um, um, weapons to, to Russia. And we appear wanting Chinese um, operas and, and, and Chinese um, um, baseball players to come over here and make a living. I mean, nothing, not being racist, but saying, we are, and I know it's not, it's not um, everybody, but we are trying to perfect what we do as coaches, as an organization. 
And you're telling me you can't find anybody in the United States to fulfill that role? Please. You, you look at these, most of these, first, first of all, you look at most of these guys as, as cheap labor. And then when they, when, they, when they stock rise, you see what goes on. Baseball. So many African-Americans have played it. So many have wanted to play it. Baseball, you need to wake up. Seriously, Major League Baseball, college baseball, high school baseball, Little League baseball. You need to wake up. Now you say the kids don't want to play because they just want to play basketball and football. Hey, you got to open your doors to them. Open your doors to them. That's what you need to do. We talked about coaches in the NFL. Certain media people who shouldn't even deserve jobs. Coaches on the college level who ain't worth a dime. We talked about the transfer report. We talked about coaches being fired. Coaches who worked this thing for the longest. African-American coaches who never got a shot. And those right now who are still struggling to get a shot. Let's go on into a topic I truly want to get. Um, bring up. I wanted to bring up a topic about this March Madness. I see that there are a number of teams who've really done some things that people could not believe would happen. You know, St. Peter's and, and all these other colleges who have really stepped up and wanted to show, hey, we belong also. We're going to play our best basketball and we belong. University of Houston, you know, I see teams that I'm like, wow, I'm just so happy for. I want to see them do well. I want to see, um, hopefully, an opportunity where women's basketball as well as men's basketball on the um, college level, as we get down to the get down, we got the, you know, you know um, 16, the final 16. We get down to the get down. We could see some good basketball, and we could see these referees make the proper call. Okay? Because here it is. I'm going to bring it to you. Now, you may not like it, but I'm going to bring it to you. There's a lot of organized crime. We know this, right? And also, betting is legal. So, the organized crime syndicate is going to get their chips in no matter how it goes down. Assistant coaches, coaches, referees, umpires, okay? I'm trying to tell you. Referees, NBA, college basketball, college football, NFL football. I'm trying to tell you. Organized crime is in it. And you see a lot of stuff that's going down that's shaky, but they will not bring it up. I'm trying to tell you, they will not bring it up. Then you got women referees. So they try to get they try to get their big stick out by going after the star players in college basketball as well as NBA basketball. They'll give texts and fouls to the big stars so they can show I ain't scared of you. 
I'm not afraid of you. I will give you a tech. I will give you, I will give you a five. Women. They'll make the wrong decision. It should have been a pass interference. No. Or they see the simple touch of the garment and they call it pass interference. Same thing, moving screens. Sometimes I see women, they call it a play, and I'm like, how are you going to call moving screen? The guy was bumped by the defender to fall back. Again, you have women in college and pro sports trying to make a name for themselves, and they go after the top-tier players. They're trying to make a name for themselves. And again, I'm going to say this one more time. Okay, organized crime is in this thing, okay? And betting is legal. I'm just trying to tell you. And that's why I'm a little worried about March Madness and the NBA. Little worried. Same thing with college football and pro football. And I'm not jiving. And even baseball, which I think is a joke. Because I know the umpires and the, and the crew um, they being got or they being looked at to be got. Let's go back to college basketball. I do have Arkansas upsetting Gonzaga. I do have Michigan upsetting Villanova. I do have Texas Tech upsetting Duke because that dude at Duke, you guys call Coach K, one time he said, we'll never recruit a one and done. I'll never recruit a one and done. He was getting his behind kicked in the face by all these one and dones. And then he started recruiting one and dones and he started winning big, big time. Then that fool did a what? He, this was nothing but a marketing move. This was a political move. This was a strategy. He got on NBA, Olympic basketball committee, became a coach. These players, they they reached out with love to him. He kissed enough behind Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, um, Chris Paul. They all endorsed him. These young African-American ball players said, wow, I'm going to Duke. It was scandalous. He knew what he was doing. Okay? Same thing. They got this girl. Oh, forgive me. <laughs> Becky Hammond. Who's I, who I call Benedict Arnold, a traitor. She couldn't get on the women's Olympic team because we had too many good women. We had Dawn Staley. We had Teresa Edwards, Teresa Weatherspoon. We had Ruthie Bolton. We had Cynthia Cooper. We had too many, we had too many fire sisters out there. And she wasn't going to be able to deal with them. That's why I tell everybody, Sue Bird could not deal with those women. Diana Taurasi, who, who can't guard nobody. Sue Bird can't guard nobody. Okay, the Olympics was sad. I seen women going by them like hotcakes from other countries. They were just happy to have Grinder and the other big sister back there, okay, blocking shots. That's all. But I'm I'm, I'm getting off kilter right here. I'm, I'm a little peed off. All right, sorry about that. Houston will beat Arizona. And, I, and, and like I said, I, I mean that because I, I love how Houston plays. I really do. I love how Houston plays. And I tell everybody, if they wake up, 
and they be honest with themselves, they'll they'll also think of Houston in, in, in a great way. Because I, I'm telling everybody, I just look at these guys and I go, wow. You know, Coach Sampson's doing a great job. Okay? And as I tell everybody, you know, St. Peter's will beat Purdue. I've said that. St. Peter's will beat Purdue, you know, and Providence will be will upset Kansas University. Providence will upset Kansas University. North Carolina will beat UCLA. Okay, and Miami will beat Iowa State. There it is. I've said it. You, 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 hey, you better drink that coffee. You better swallow that Petmo Bismo. It's real. It's real. I ain't. I'm not playing with you. I'm, I'm, I'm saying something, and I'm talking real. I ain't, I ain't playing no games on this one. Women's basketball. I got South Carolina beating North Carolina. Okay, I got Ohio State beating Texas, and I'm, I'm a little shaky about that, but I, I believe that to be true. Just me talking. Um, Stanford, I believe, will get upset by Maryland. Just me. Okay? And I hope that Iowa State beat Creighton. But you know what? I'm going to say something. I saw how Creighton beat Iowa. So I'm going to turn that around. I got Creighton beating um, Iowa State. I'm gonna, I, I had to turn that around. Had to. I got North Carolina State beating Notre Dame. I got, this is my upset. Indiana beating Connecticut. That's my upset. Indiana beating Connecticut. Okay? I got Louisville beating Tennessee. And I got South Dakota upsetting Michigan. Okay? So, like I said, that's all I'm saying about the NCAA March Madness stuff, men's and women's. I really believe it's going to be awesome. Um. Coaches, again, will pack up their bags and leave for other jobs. Okay, no loyalty to the players or the universities. Kids will get frustrated because they're not on TV enough because their mommy and daddies and aunts and uncles and grandmas and granddads did not get to see them, okay, on the court, so they may want to transfer. It's a lot of what Jaboni going on. It's a lot of what scandalous stuff going on. And this is how the NCAA Brings it, but I'm telling you, referees, look at them on the college level. It's going to be crazy and shaky. Organized crime is real. Organized crime is real. And they got their teeth into NCAA basketball, NBA basketball, NFL, as also MLB and college football. They got, they got their hands in it, okay? I'm just trying to help you. I'm saying something, and I hope that you will take it in. Hey, this is what? The Rewind with your host, the Conrad. And I'm just bringing it for you because I want you to hear what the Conrad has to say. Hear me roar. Hear me roar. Much love.
the harder they fall. If the academy does not give the harder they fall awards, it's a sham. If Denzel doesn't get an award, it's a sham. If Will Smith doesn't get an award, it's a sham. The music for the harder they fall off the chain. So happy for Tyler Perry. So happy for Abbott Elementary. So happy for the Wonder Years. Will Packer. Ava DuVernay. Yes. So happy. Sandra Rhymes. So happy. Yes. Issa Rae. Whoa. I'm out. <laughs>